On this episode of Blending Bourbon, I'm flying solo, I'm drinking some 2XO, talking about what's to come, and guess what's back? Hashtag whiskey in a box. Blending Bourbon is the podcast that takes you beyond the barrel and behind the scenes of the whiskey industry with master blenders Dixon Dedman and David Mark Young. Welcome back to another episode of Blending Bourbon. I am 99% sure that I missed the last episode, but I'm not even positive uh, if that one happened. Um, I am Dixon Dedman, 2XO Whiskey, and my, uh, my, my partner in crime in terms of Blending Bourbon podcast, the master blender of Golden Sheaf and the only known living metrosexual Sasquatch from Omaha, Nebraska, David Mark Young, is unavailable today. He's getting, I don't know if it's his uh, nails done or if it's a nail and hair or one of those, what they call it on the Jersey Shore, GTL, like he's a Jim Tan laundry day. I'm not really sure, but... Um, I said, yeah, I'll, I'll sit in the big seat by myself and, and, and kind of riff on a few things. Um, Myrden, who is also, uh, become kind of a, a fixture is, is out. Um, I think he's working on new comedy routines or, um, flannel shopping. I'm not sure, sure which. Uh, so Ben is producing and Ben may or may not just kind of pop in and say, Hey, Dixon, quit this, quit while you're ahead. I, I'm not really sure. But, um, I, you know, as I was thinking about what, what, what to talk about since I'm just the one talking and I want to apologize for those of y'all who, uh, are listening um, you know, just via audio, because I've got a lot of um, visuals today. And what I would, you know, if you if you kind of like the the episode um, in in an audio format, whether that's you know, wherever, I always hear them say wherever you get your podcast, I'm not even really sure what that means. But there's apparently like, a lot of places you can get your podcast. So wherever you get your podcast, um, we also go, you know, we, you can, you can see this, um, on YouTube. And, and if you want some of these visuals, uh, go to, go to YouTube later and watch this. But so I was like, okay, what, what are we going to do here? What, um, you know, what, what's, and, and, where are we going to go with this? And, and so I, you know, I was thinking about what, you know, what's, what, what I've got going on right now. I just actually got back. I've been on a, um, this is a, you know, I just got back from Florida with my wife and kids, um, on their fall break, you know, so I, I have been traveling. Um, and then when I scheduled a week to not travel, to be home, um, my wife decided that we were going to travel. So, uh, we traveled and, and, and now I've got, I've kind of got this, uh, laundry list of things to, to, to get to. It's kind of funny in this world, 
we're launching products. We're actually, you know, putting products into market right now. Um, and, and then, you know, I'm, I'm, you're already working on the next ones. You're already, you know, kind of building and, and looking at the next one. So, um, we launched about a month ish ago. Um, two, two things I'm, I'm very excited about. Uh, I've talked about this before. Um, here's a, you know, this is the tribute blend, um, from, from, you know, in the icon series from the gym of Kentucky. And we've talked or I'm sorry, from two XO. And we've, we've talked, I've talked about this, you know, this is the third, uh, of the icon blends. The first was the Phoenix. The second one was the innkeepers. The third is this, um, is this tribute blend. And, you know, this is, uh, you know, this is the one with the family crest on it. This is the one I brought my dad in to help me make. And this is the one, um, I, th you know, it's, it's funny. We've, you know, this is kind of this hybrid uh, profile. It's kind of, it, it, it's in the middle, right? I mean, it's kind of this hybrid of, of, the Phoenix, which was syrupy and rich and heavy and viscous with, without a lot of finish on the back end innkeepers, um, less of that initial forward sweetness, much more of this kind of back end spicy finish lingering, um, component. And I think the tribute blend lands right there in the middle. I think there's good kind of fruit and viscosity on the front and, it's a it's a slightly more muted um, spice, but the, the the spice is there on the back end, nonetheless. Um, so the other product that we're putting out there right now is the American Oak version of the Oak series from Two XO American Oak, because the all the barrels that uh, that make up this product. Uh, I actually double oak them with chains of charred new American oak uh, that were inserted into the barrels from, you know, six to nine months. So we got that double oak interaction, a really heavy, uh, sweet, um, you know, kind of richness, uh, caramel toffee vanilla on the front end that that then transitions to. Uh, you know, this, this nice little spicy finish on the back end, 92 proof. Uh, and this is like an everyday ongoing. This is, I, I, I've, I've already lined up three more rounds of this through 2024. So this is the, the everyday always available, working to get it into cocktail programs, working to get it into, you know, restaurants and bars. And, and, and the response to this has been absolutely mind boggling. I mean, I knew it was good. I, I wouldn't have done it if I didn't, but you know, it's just, it's, you know, you still, you know, it's just one of those things. Like you put it out there and you're putting yourself out there and, and see what happens. Um, so I, you know, we got those two things out there. Um, and I'm going to go back to them. The other thing that I just finished up, is this bad boy right here. And this is starting to hit markets as we speak. This is the gem of Kentucky by 2XO. These are single barrels, exclusively double barreled high rye uh, bourbon. 
um, anywhere from six to 12 months in the second new charred oak barrel. Different barrel numbers. Uh, so each barrel is unique. We didn't do this where we cut it down to a proof where you can't really notice um, any of the, you know, kind of the, the, the differences in the barrels. This is, these are very different. Um, some are from a char three barrel, which will be more red fruit, more spice on the back end. Um, they kind of um, amp up uh, that original um, kind of spicy fruity distillate. Some of these were in a char four barrel. And what they do is they, they really turn it into a much uh, richer and, and, and more syrupy front of the palate type thing. If you notice, um, these are commonalities that, that, that are, are associated or kind of in, in the, in the icon series. So the Phoenix blend syrupy, viscous, rich forward on the palate had more of the char four double barreled liquid in them. The innkeepers a little bit spicier, a little bit more, uh, savory in the middle. They had a little three, a little more three in them. Um, you know, so yeah, each, each gem of Kentucky is unique. We've handwritten the barrel number on each one of them. Um, each one has its own profile as a different, it's a different journey. And, and it's kind of, um, it's actually really, it's kind of fun. You throw something out there and you say, you know, and it's like, People, you know, I like, you know, the people I've tasted, I like 37 better than I like 46. I like 22 better than I like 17. Uh, it's great. That, that proves the point that what we've done is create different expressions. They're not all the same. We didn't, we didn't make a single barrel that we cut down to a proof that you couldn't, notice the differences between barrel to barrel that was exactly what we were trying not to do um and so this is you know it's coming out limited quantities and, and and things like that but the other thing that i'm excited about i have these i have two glasses here um the glass on the right is that american oak uh oak series and it is um you know, this is going to be the kind of the, the staple, the core of 2XO. And, and you know, it's, it, I, I'm, this is, I'm tasting through this, but, you know, again, it's, it's, it's a, you, the, 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 the oak, the uh, oak richness, the double, you know, from the double barreling, it's, it's got a, I mean, the nose is, is, is syrupy. The nose is, um, is sweet. It is, uh, you know, for me, it, it's, it's a little bit of, uh, it's vanilla, it's caramel. Um, <laughs> I love it when people are like, you know what? I smell bourbon. I, I get it. Um, but When I taste this, what I what I appreciate about what we've accomplished with the American Oak is that that full palate expression. 
And when I say full palate expression, I mean it starts on the tip of your tongue, and there's good kind of barrel. There's there's sweetness. There's richness. Um, there's savory notes in the middle, and then it moves. Um, you know, it moves back to to this kind of spicy. Uh, lean, you know, it's it's just there's a finish there. You know, you've had had bourbon, and and but I don't mean that in a way that like it's gonna sound. What I mean is like it's it kind of checks the boxes, right? It checks the okay, I got this sweet viscous thing. I got you can feel it. I always talk about the feel. You can feel it, and and complexity for me comes from being able to feel it in multiple portions of the palate um the front of your palate is sweet the middle of your palate is savory the back of your palate is spice the other parts that i always focus on are the 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 sides if you taste it on the side um that's where you taste sour that's where you taste bitter that's where you taste acid i don't want it anywhere near the sides but full complexity for me means that you get it from front all the way to back. And I think what we've accomplished with American Oak is creating a bourbon that even though it's only at 92 proof, it drinks from a viscosity standpoint as something higher in proof. It has the viscosity of a higher proof bourbon. Not the burn, not the alcohol, not the I can breathe fire or this is coming out of my nose, but it has the viscosity of a higher proof bourbon and it, and it has the complexity of a higher proof bourbon. When you reduce proof, the first thing you lose is, is, is sweetness is, is richness is viscosity is, you know, you you cut things down and, and you're, you're, you're adding water, you're diluting. And the more, you know, spice will always stay. Sweetness, viscosity, richness, the more dilution, the less of that you have. Um, I would say, generally speaking, if you went and bought, let's say, a dozen, dozen bottles from different producers in that 90-ish proof range, it's not a criticism. This is, this is just a <laughs> Dixon Deadman hot take. Um, what you would find if you, you know, if you just based what you were tasting on location, sensory location, if you just based it on that, not based on, oh, I get a little bit of charred giraffe hoof and a little bit of toasted boysenberry mixed with, uh, Afghan weed or whatever. Like if you threw all these stupid tasting notes out and you just said, where? Uh, those 12 90-ish proof bourbons you got would be, they'd be one-trick ponies. And I, I say that as, it's, as if it's a, an insult. And I don't mean it as an insult. What I'm saying is, if it's a 92 proof bourbon with a lot of, you know, with, with rye in the mash bill, I'd almost guarantee you, you're not going to feel it on the front of your tongue. 
it's going to start here and it's going to go back. It's going to start in the middle and then you're going to get spice. It's driven by the rye. And when they've taken it down to 90 something proof from the 120 ish, it comes out of the barrel. You take it down to 92 proof or 90 proof or 88 proof or whatever it is. You've taken all of the components that that would make it resonate on the front of the palate and you've diluted them out so that all you have left is the rye that would make it you know recognizable on the back of the palate conversely there would be some that you would say hmm this is super light super mild and it's all right here on the front and there's nothing on the back that would be your 90 proof weeded bourbon say oh this is so mild oh this is so light oh I like this little bit of sweetness but if you close your eyes and you said is this bourbon a lot of times you'd be like i mean it has some but what i want is to be able to like i want to know i want i want a little bit of that spice i want a little finish i want something there you taste people on 92 proof or 90 proof weeded bourbons blind when they have no idea what they're drinking and nine times out of ten they say that's super thin that's really light that's kind of you know it's because they're you're expecting your subconscious when you know you're drinking bourbon is expecting some sort of finish something in the back end something that just hangs around there and says yeah you know this ain't tea and 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 that's generally speaking what happens with you know bourbons in that 90-ish um, category is they because of that dilution they really localize on the palate based on the amount of dilution it takes to get them there not a bad thing make for great cocktails make for great you know, mixers make for super easy. I don't have to think much about it over some rocks or on a cube or whatever, but complexity is I'm feeling this in multiple places. I'm getting a lot of different stuff. I'm getting these sweet notes. I'm getting these savory notes. I'm getting these spicy notes. I'm getting, and, and that complexity is often hard to achieve the lower proof you get. What I think is starting to sound like a commercial. What I think we've done with American Oak is created something in that lower proof that actually achieves that complexity from front, middle to back in terms of um, you know where you taste it. All of that was a lead up to things like this. Second glass I have in front of me. Second glass in front of me is the next project in the icon series so what uh, or, uh the oak series oak series not icon series oak series um this is going to be instead of it's not a series in that one comes in and one comes out it's a series in that we're going to continue to add components to this um i got back from this trip to florida and i had a a, a box a nice gurgling box. Um, those are always fun when you pick that up and you're like, oh, this isn't shoes that my wife bought. This is real fun stuff. Um, but what, what will be the sister, uh, sister core brand 
to American oak uh, is French oak. And so I've done the exact same thing um, in that I've inserted these long chains of charred new French oak into into barrels. And um, I just, I got home, I got a box of about two dozen samples of, uh, of, of, of that stuff. And uh, this is, um, I think, somewhere around four months uh, of the French oak um, in these barrels. This is a completely different animal. Um, this is, this has got this kind of coffee, uh, it's like a coffee and nutty, like a coffee and, and, and cashew kind of nose with some cool, say cool. It's like coffee, cashews, and, and like nutmeg is what I, um, this is, it is crazy what, how, how different these are. Wow. So this French oak, four months, everything I said, kind of remember it, but this, this lands so heavy on the middle of the, it's like, it's like you, if you stuck out your tongue and you dropped a quarter right in the middle of your tongue, it lands right there and then kind of slides backwards. This is like, um, yeah, it, it's this kind of nutty toasted, like, like my dad makes sourdough bread and it's like toasted sourdough bread. Um, like the kind of the, the, the crunchy part that's browned up that, yeah, it's like, um, and, and there's coffee. It's like, a um, it's not a, it's not over. It's not like heavy. Like you just walk past a Starbucks coffee. It's just this note of, 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 um, like kind of like the, like, if you, like a, a bag of, of, of whole bean coffee kind of note. Um, and then the, like, a almost peanut brittle thing, like, and then, you know, uh, and then, then it's, then it slides to, and it's not peppery spice. It's like, um, it's baking spice. It's like cinnamon nutmeggy kind of thing. Yeah. So this one, again, it, it you know, it's, it's so funny this has got this richness to it, but the, it, the American Oak begins f much further forward on the, uh, on the palate. This one just jumps straight to the middle, kind of says, yeah, here I am, get some of this and then slides into, into spice on the back end. It's it, there's a lot there. Um, and again at 92 proof. So, that's, you know, that's, this is my, you know, what I, 
do is come home and then try to find, um, figure out, Hey, is this working or not? And I could tell you this French Oak version is, uh, how you say kick, kicking ass and taking names. I think that's how you say it. It's, it's solid. So, um, I want, so a couple things, uh, before the, uh, the big finish here today, um, excited locking up some guests that, um, we, that we're going to have on the show upcoming. Um, my good friend, Jonathan Crocker, uh, from Frank August is, uh, is going to be a guest here in the, in the very near future. I don't know if you know the brand Frank August, but, but, uh, check it out. Um, also my, my, uh, friends of mine, um, who just had a big announcement, um, uh, Denny, Denny Potter and Jane Bowie, uh, Potter Jane Distilling Company, uh, former former Maker's Mark superstars. Um, we're we're gonna have them kind of come on and, and talk about uh, what's going on with with them, and and that's 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 super exciting. Want to um, want to keep you know we're gonna do another episode coming soon about you know and around uh, your questions, but you know if as we say all the time, like, you know, you got somebody you want us to talk to, you got somebody you want us to bring on, um, send, send, uh, just messages. You, you got a topic that, that you want me to ramble on about, send us a message. Um, and then I thought that I would close this out with something that I haven't done in, years actually um and it was it it started as this way to pass the time um during the pandemic uh i i was well i was bored and uh you know and 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 i thought i just i don't i just did it to be funny one time and then people thought it was funny. And so I did it a few more times and then it's turned into a thing. And I, I, I think imitation is the finest form of flattery, right? Is that how you say that? I think I got that right. But, um, I see people doing this all the time now, all the time. Um, and it's, it's turned into a thing, which I think is, is super cool. When I started it, it was called Whiskey in a Box. Um, and I had a cardboard box that uh, I had taped a piece of um, copy paper to that had hashtag Whiskey in a Box and my Instagram handle on it. And what I would do was videotape, uh, record myself, and and somebody on, on my staff or team would pour a glass of one of the bourbons we had at, at the end and then put the bottle underneath the box. And I would taste or I would smell a taste and describe uh, what was in the glass. And then I would try to figure out what it was 
And I would guess, I think it's X, Y, Z. And, and then I would lift up the box and I would be sometimes close and sometimes super wrong. And usually I was in the ballpark, but I wasn't like, you know, nailing it. Um, and I would then get angry and throw the box and probably say something stupid and then finish the video. And then I had this friend chance, uh, who is a, is a very incredibly talented woodworker, um, who said your, your box sucks. And so he made me a new box out of white Oak, beautiful white Oak. Um, and he put the whiskey in a box on it and he put my old, um, Instagram handle on it, which I don't use anymore. Uh, and it was this beautiful box and I thought, chance, this is fantastic, except I can't throw it. Um, but that's neither here nor there. So then he made me a new box with my Deadman Consulting logo on it. So what I did today was had my lovely bride came by. It's probably, uh, we'll figure it out. And I said, hey, while you're here, could you pick one of these bottles um, that are here in, in my office? Uh, and and I, I, you know, I don't want you to think I'm, there's probably, I don't know, three, 300 plus open bottles in here. And only, I'd say 20% of that are, are bottles that I, that I had a hand in creating. Uh, most of this is, you know, whatever things I have things that she said, get out of this house. You have too much whiskey in our, whatever. I, there's a lot of bottles here. So I have no idea what's, what's here, but I have a glass and the, what it, it in the box, this is a whiskey in the box. And if you don't know, you need to go back at Dixon underscore Deadman and watch all of these stupid videos that I used to do. Um, so here goes whiskey in a box number. I don't know what number it is. First time in a long time. This is good night. This is, uh, candy. This first, this reminds me of, uh, the, 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 the caramel candy on a stick. It's, it's like the caramel candy. Um, my kids have those suckers. They're gross. I think they're like sour apple, um, candy apple, uh, where there's the green and then the caramel. And this reminds me of the caramel. This is like, this is like Werther's Werther's original, not Werther's the, this is like the little, um, squares square caramels that my grandmother had in her pocketbook at church and then there's some pine there's some some there's some uh yeah it's like a like a spruce like the blue spruce thing those needles that hurt like hell not like the pine straw stuff but like the the ones that are real stabby 
I'm smelling caramel and stabby pine needles. And I think it's not crazy. It's it's low hundreds. It's not. Now I have to start. Now I'm kind of also cheating because I'm thinking about what's in the in the office or what's back there. But I don't, there's not grain. There's no there's no grain notes here. There's no. Um, it's getting pinier. I think this. I think this is a rye. This is a rye. This is a ride. This is, um, it's pineier um, on the on the taste. It's it's uh, it's decent spice, but it's not like that super peppery like ninety five five kind of thing. Um, it's not like a you know this this is this is solid. This is thick. This is um, got got uh it's like corn i mean it's like um it's almost like it's just past being a high rye bourbon into a low rye rye kind of thing and the note the the caramel's back but it you know it it's it it the pine, the rye. I know it's rye because it it's it's a little more. Uh, it goes further to the sides on the palate. Like it goes further. It's not right down the middle. It and that's that's that a little bit of that um, that pininess that's also a little tart, like a little bit uh, bitter. Uh, but not in a bad way because it's kind of balanced with. Uh, but it's it's very rich right there in the middle. This is this is this is really good. This is this is a rye. This is a rye that is uh, lower rye content. This is not crazy high in proof. This is not low proof this there's not it's not kind of this is not a, a low proof ride but this isn't some big monster uh thomas handy it is not i know there's some of uh, of the metrosexual sasquatches ride back there but i i don't i think the one i have is higher in proof and i know what this is uh it's a great bottle it's a great bottle i think this is there's a there's a rye this is the malted rye new riff i have one of those back there somebody brought me one of those it's the new riff malted rye um it all makes total total sense that's what i think this is And it's damn good too. So now I lift up this box and we find out just how correct I am. 
which is not at all, not even close. Uh, well, not I shouldn't say not close, but it's not the new Rift bottle. This is Fry Ranch. Uh, uh, distilled from a hundred percent slow grown winter rye from Fallon, Nevada. The coordinates are on here if you need to know them. 100 proof or 100 proof so i was close on that um got the mash bill i, I said with a rye i really feel just okay about this but um about this guess is what i mean i feel great about uh what's in this this bottle and that is how a whiskey in the box works without in this version me uh wearing fake tattoo sleeves or mustaches or cowboy hats or whatever but you'll have to go back into my instagram and find those things um so that's it wrapping up thank you for listening thank you for subscribing Thank you for liking. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your comments. Thank you, Ben, for your hard work. Thank you, David, for another episode. I didn't have to deal with your goofy ass. Thank you all. Have a great day. Until next time, signing off. Cheers.